Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. My name is Brian Rushing. The guy across the table's name is... Corky Franks. And check this out, Brian. I know everyone can't tune in Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNCRadio.com, 101.1 FM, or 1450 a.m. And that's why we have some great news for the listeners. That's right. You can now get our podcast on SoundCloud as well as Spotify and Apple Music. It's fantastic for you. We do the work. You get the enjoyment. So enjoy. Coach, thank you so much for spending some time with us here this morning on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, I want to go ahead and just dive right into it. In the second hour of the show this morning, we talked about how truly deep and competitive the South Atlantic Conference was. And and what I want to give you an opportunity to do before we start diving into some of the other teams in the league is I want to give you an opportunity to kind of capsulize what your team was able to accomplish last year and what that might translate to as far as some expectations or goals for the team this season. Sure. You know, we're coming off a year where we were 8-3. and Um, We had turned over uh, – a handful of older players. We were breaking in a new quarterback last season, um, but had a fair amount of the surrounding cast around them. So, you know, it was a season that we certainly fell short of our expectations in the sense that, you know, we're Lenore Ryan and, and we expect to be, you know, in competition for the top of the sack each year. Um, it, it was, it was a close race but uh you know we left a few too many plays on the field and um it's certainly given us a drive and 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 a reason to to work extra hard this off season but uh certainly not disappointed with how we finished we had a ton of accomplishments last year um but we're we're definitely laser focused and and really looking forward to what should be a successful 2023 campaign for us Coach, just, just to follow up on that for just a moment, I mean, your club did finish 8-3. and three. The only non-conference loss that you had was against, at that time, the number one team in Division II football. It was really interesting to me that when I looked, though, at the South Atlantic Conference standings from last year, of course, set up into two divisions. You've got the Mountain Division. You've got the Piedmont Division. You had five teams in this league that finished all at 7-2. and two. Now, Mars Hill was the lone team out of the Mountain Conference that was able to go 7-2 and two in league play. You were, however, part of four teams that finished the regular season 7-2 and two in league play. So there was a lot of beating up on each other during the course of play in the Piedmont Division. That really speaks to the crucible that you guys were facing last season in division play alone and how deep and difficult this league is as a whole. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the, the SAC conference has been a traditional powerhouse for a number of years and, um, you know, things have been flow. And last year with the divisional split, the way things happened to be split up into divisions, the Piedmont was, um, highly, highly competitive. And you had four teams, like you mentioned, finish seven and two and tied for a four way divisional conference championship. And, um, you know, just kind of the way our losses fell, we weren't we weren't able to move on to the SAC championship game. But um, it, it speaks to the the caliber of player that each that each school's getting and the competitive nature of our conference. Coach, let me ask you this: uh, You're in a situation, and and I know that the mantra for teams 
is week by week, game by game, putting your entire focus on that particular opponent. But as you start to look at the schedule, as the schedule is unveiled, you get together with your staff in the offseason. Is there anything as it relates to such a daunting South Atlantic Conference schedule to where you start circling dates and, and a couple of those dates might be return games that you're going to have on the road with Newberry and Wingate coming up that se this season? Does any of that happen? Is there any sort of, uh, if nothing else, internal strife going on within you that's like, yeah, we really, really want to get these games? Yeah, I mean, I'll be completely honest, and I'll give you the coach speak answer, but it's the God's truth. Like we're 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 honed in on September second, right? Like we opened the season with St. Augustine, and uh, we got a chance to do it in, in, in our newly renovated stadium here in Hickory. And um, you know, we're, we're a team that feels like they have a lot to prove. We have a number of players that have been really starting for us now for two and three years. Um, and uh, we feel like we have a talented team coming back. We're certainly, um, you know, anxious and chomping at the bit to get going, but we can't do anything but focus on the next game. Now, we also are not naive enough to, to not understand that, hey, we got a tough schedule this year. You know, week two, you, you roll right in and you play Fayetteville State on the road, who's the defending CIAA champions. Um, you know, you got Limestone that was a playoff team. We're on the road. We're on the road at Newberry, who won the conference. We're on the road at Wingate, who was a playoff team. And then we're on the road at Tusculum, who, who was competing for the Mountain Division last year. So, um, you know, the totality of the schedule in the sense that, one, the league's super talented and super deep. And then we play most of the best teams on the road. Um you know, it, it, it lays it out for a great challenge. But, you know, all you got to do for our guys is, is draw inspiration. You look right down the hallway at what our lacrosse team did, went on the road, won four or five games, and won a national championship. And uh, we're not talking anything of that caliber yet as we're focused on week one, but we're certainly talking about what we need to do to be successful with, with a number of our, our big games on the road. Head coach Mike Jacobs here from Lenore Ryan and former – player for the the ohio state buckeyes uh coach you uh were there uh, 97 to 01 as a player you saw a lot of i'm sure players coming in and out back in that day what is it like recruiting now compared to what you saw as a player i mean it's got to be unbelievably different now and how do you handle the recruiting and how what is your roster looking like this year and how how fluid is all that because we we talk a lot of high school sports in this area, so we have a lot of kids trying to get to the next level. Give us your give us your take on how things are right now with the recruiting and high school and transfer portal and whatnot, and, and compare it to what you've what you've had to you know you were part of a huge program. Sure. Um, you know the, the the portal has changed. The portal and NIL have changed completely changed the landscape of college football. Um, the NIL and the the really absurd amount of money that that's you know, transferring hands between these collectives and these guys at the highest level in, in FBS and the Power Five conferences, um, you know, it creates a trickle-down effect. Um, we have, you know, we have some guys with some NIL stuff, but it's it's on a different level than anything that they're seeing. And then, you know, what it's done is, is the portal in particular has created fewer opportunities for high school players, coaches who are under – stress, duress to win uh, sooner than they ever have been. Um, 
you know, in the, in the what have you done for me lately type mindset have gone and looked at the portal to, to not just fill holes, but build entire rosters, right? You look at what uh, Dion's done out there at Colorado. He flipped like 75 guys. So, you know, the, it hasn't quite gotten to that level of Division II. Uh, you know, the, the life and the balance piece that is Division II, we, we carry a bigger roster than Division I teams. Most of the schools in our conference are going to carry 140-plus kids on their team, and, you know, not many of those guys are going to have an opportunity to go to the NFL. But still highly competitive. Um, you know, the the portal for us, we've looked at it more as, as a way to um, kind of handpick some players to fill some specific needs for us in our program. We still believe strongly in building the roster out with high school players and developing them in-house. We've been very lucky not to lose many of our starters in the portal. We have lost a little bit of depth here and there with kids looking for, you know, maybe more opportunity to play or, you know, a higher scholarship dollars since Division II, uh, different than Division One in the sense that, you know, not all scholarships are full, full rides. And so that's created different layer for things so it's 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 a completely different game than it was even just five years ago life in the balance division two it is a division two school but there's nothing from a facilities and from an athletics department standpoint that's division two about this program this department at all coach with with all of that said with so much more positive momentum being built what are some of the things from your particular program's perspective that you think is going to bring you the great, the greatest excitement for all the fans that are going to be between the bricks this season in Hickory? You, you mentioned it. One, they're going to have an opportunity to see a really good veteran-led football team. Right, That's first and foremost. The product on the field is going to be fantastic. Our kids have been working extremely hard this summer, and we're, we're excited about you know, the 18-19 returning starters we have. Secondly, they're going to come and watch a, good, a, a really good football team play in really what I think is the best facilities in Division II football, right? The, the, the Moret Stadium complex, uh, the, the Moose Field, which just got new turf down this summer. Um, you know, I give a ton of credit to the leadership and the vision of our president, Dr. Fred Witt, and our vice president of athletics, Kim Pate. They, they have done everything, and there was no corners cut. And, you know, you couple that, you know, large stadium renovation, really almost darn near a rebuild with – our, our renovated uh, and brand new weight room as of 2019 and our nutrition bar and, and the things that are going on here, um, you know, it really provides for one of the most unique fan experiences in all of Division II football. Well, I, absolutely. There's no question about it. Now, Coach, with that said, um, you know, we've talked about the facilities. We've talked about everything that is building. There is definitely – a, a positive upward trajectory as it relates to this entire athletics department. However, let's be honest, for a long, long time, football has been the flagship at Lenore Ryan University. Being a cornerstone of the university, not just the athletics department, carries its own mount, amount of pressures and, and possibly some anxieties. My question for you is this, knowing that you guys are the ones that are, are a major piece of what goes on in the life and vitality of the university. How do you guys meet that out with the players? How are you guys as a coaching staff handling that from day to day? 
you just said it. We, we handle it from day to day. And, uh, you know, we have a number of goals in our program, but two of the biggest ones are to get our degree and to make an impact in our community, especially the community of Hickory, which gives so much to Lenore Ryan. And, you know, I'm, I'm as proud of what our players have done off the field as they've done on, you know, we've, we've gone uh, 10 semesters in a row with a, with a team GPA of over a 3.0. We just, uh, we just reset the single semester GPA record with a 3.23. In 2022, we led the nation through the helper helper app and community Community service hours as a football program in Division Two, and we finished second um, in, in just last year or this this past season. So our players have done a bunch. You know, they they get out, they're they're at school drop off lines. We read to the youth in the community. We've done field days. We, we have a tremendous program in partnership with the Hickory Police Department called Badges to Bears, um, where we we have a group of our leadership guys each year, and they they go through some of the police training that our our folks here in Hickory do. And um, that sense of community is really strong. And so, you know, when you talk about certainly football being a flagship, it's not just on the field. We're keenly aware that we have high expectations to win games, but we, we also have uh, extremely high expectations for how our kids function off it, and I couldn't be more proud of how they lived up to those. Well, Coach, we definitely want to thank you for your time this morning. We wish you the best of luck. I can't wait to get up to Hickory to watch you guys in action as it's always fun getting out and watching South Atlantic Conference football Thank you for coming on to the Rush Hour Morning Show, and we will be in touch with you real, real soon. Yeah, we can't wait to have you guys up. Come up on the 2nd, right, St. Augustine, 6 o'clock, between the bricks, fireworks afterwards for the kids. It's going to be a heck of a night. That sounds great. Good luck this year, Coach. Absolutely. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. You yep, too. Have a good one. Take care now. Folks, when we come back on the other side of the timeout, we'll continue on this Rush Hour Morning Show on this Thursday morning. We'll be back. Just a bit. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget you can find us Monday through Friday from 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. You can even stream the show on WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you with the next podcast, enjoy your day. We'll see you next time.